Welcome to the JTM Windows Podcast, designed to impress, engineered to endure. Here's your host, Jeff Trapanese. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number two of the JTM Windows Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeremy Wolf, and I'm joined by none other than your host. We have Jeff Trapanese. Jeff, good to see you again, brother. Good to see you as well. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's get into this. I know when considering to do a major home renovation project, that process can be overwhelming. So I thought it would be useful if you talked a little bit about customer preparation when considering a window door project, uh, specifically the budget prep side and style considerations. So please enlighten us. One of the, the major things that kind of occurs uh, as we're doing meetings with customers on the initial visit or, you know, they're, they're, they're just not educated enough in, in what the, um, the, the process is or how much the project can actually cost. And I think what tends to happen is, is once they do get estimates from their, from their vendors that they're working with, um, they get a little sticker shock and it kind of makes them shy away. But um, the situation is really, you know, the, the material costs have gone up um, tremendously over the past few years and not what they were um, five or six years ago. So um, and, and that goes all the way through with, um, you know, not only window the windows and doors themselves, but also the uh, materials involved, screws, caulking, that type of stuff has all gone up quite a bit. So um, I felt it was going to be a good service to, to start having some conversations about um what customers need to do to educate themselves on the whole project process so that going in, they can talk, you know, with some type of confidence um, and, and know what they're you know, ready to spend or, or how they want to pro- handle the project. So, um, you know, again, the, the first biggest thing is really determining what their budget is, you know, what money, you know, they can put into that project. Now, you know, again, when we have different things going on in our home, um, whether it be a roof, a garage door, windows, those types of things, we're, we're helping to fortify the home and, and add a lot of curb appeal to it as well. So which one do we do first? Which one's going to have the biggest impact on the home? Um, windows and doors are one of the main things that I do see that once from beginning to end, and I always tell the customers, hey, make sure you take your before and after pictures because you're not going to believe it's your house after you're done. Um so the, I think coming up with the, with that budget of, of what's available for you uh, to spend on that project is is a major importance. Um, so one of the first determining factors is obviously your cash on hand. What do you have saved up for that project? Um, and you know, what access do you have in, in liquid assets or things like that versus uh, credit cards? Um, you know, credit cards are obviously you know you, you tend to pay on average about a three percent markup fee to your vendor plus whatever that interest rate is going on. So uh, cash in, on hand is actually a much better way of doing it um, because again, you're, you're not uh, adding more to the cost of the project. Um, the second uh, part of it is, you know, what financing do you have available to you? There's things like HELOC loans, um, Blue Acorn or Lending Tree, which are different lending companies out there. Um, there's also a, um, another program out there called Ygreen. Uh, again, I've said in the past, I'm not a big fan of that program, but those are different options for you to look into um, different financing options uh, for that way. Uh, although I, I think in the market that we have right now, the um, the rates are super, super high. So um, what would you suggest for someone, just the average person, right? You're, as you go through all these different options, and I know there are quite a few grants available and, and assistance programs for folks, depending on income levels. There's, there's a lot of information out there. It can be very overwhelming for just a regular person that's that's doing this project 
what would be a recommendation on how to kind of parse all this information and not get overwhelmed to the point where you're just like, you know what, I'll put it on a credit card because I can't, I can't invest any more time researching this. Right. I think that, I think the biggest, the biggest uh, thing to determine is again, if you, if you don't have cash on hand, um, I would look at what those interest rates are going to be. And that's whatever you, you can act. I mean, obviously with the, the housing market being where it is, there's a lot more equity in the house. Um, so HELOC loans are a great opportunity for you. Um, I think that's kind of, what I've been finding is the HELOC loans do give you better interest rates, probably somewhere in the eights um, with regards to, uh, as compared to like um, Blue Acorn or Lending Tree, which are going to start in the eights and can go all the way up to 14. Um, and then, you know, Y Green is another one. But again, that's, that's, uh, that can be in the eights to, to tens. And that, but, but if you ever do sell the house, you have to repay that whole value all at that, that one shot. So, um, I think again, just kind of comparing your, what your what your credit card rate is versus a HELOC loan rate. Um, so talking to a bank or things like that nature, or again those those bigger um, uh, lending uh, options out there like Blue Acorn, Lending Tree, SoFi, any of those types of things, they probably have more short term loans um, at sometimes a better interest rate. Again, depending on your your credit rating. Um, with with regards to those grants, um, the My Safe Florida Home we've talked about in the past is a great program. Although they have put a pause on any new um, new applications right now, uh, until they kind of get through, they've kind of maxed out the funding that they've got for the pool now. But the uh, Florida State Legislature is supposed to be looking at uh, re-upping it again. And so, uh, I, missed that it's I guess away. I missed that window then. <laughs> well, if your application's in, it, you know, but if not, keep checking back in the next couple of weeks. So. So that's that's part of it is figuring out, again what cash on hand do I have or what what financing do I have available to me. So let's say just arbitrary number I've got um, I, I've looked for some applications for what I can finance for and I'm, I can do up to a twenty five thousand dollar project just for a round number. Um, what we want to look at at that point is is this going to be a short term investment or a long term investment? Are you, are you going to be staying in the home um, for a long period of time or are you going to be moving in five years? Um, also, is this a rental property for you? Uh, to me, that's a major question. A lot of people don't feel it's necessary to put money into windows on a rental property, but it's just the opposite. I think what we find is um, on older windows, you get, number one, a lot of um, uh, air going out of the house through old caulking seals. So you're, the air conditioning is working much harder than it is. Uh, but more importantly is as time persists, that caulking uh, on the outside of the house dries out and stucco cracks, and then you start getting... Uh, water penetration into the house, which leads to mold and, and those types of things. So between the roof and the, and the windows, I think those are two major important things to make sure you're upkeeping and, and your rental property. So as to prevent more uh, significant damage and, and costs later down, down the road. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, again, how do we calculate? So now that we've kind of figured out what, what money you know, we have available to me, how much is the project going to cost, right? That's the, that's the big question in going into it. Um, people have no idea, you know, and it's can be a poker game. It really, really can be a poker game. I'm, I'm one for when I ask a customer what your budget is, I want to make sure I'm kind of directing them um, the right path of, of the right product that's going to work for that budget, what scope of work is going to work for that budget. Whereas, you know, other guys out there may be, oh, wow, if they tell me they can do it for 60000 then I'm going to make sure I get my quote at 60000 when I can really do it for forty. you know, that type of nonsense. I don't think that's true. Uh, that's fair or, or a good way of talking to the customer about those types of things. Um, but again, at the end of the day, it's a poker game. So 
educating the customer so that they've got some cards in their in their hand that they can work with is more important to me. Uh, on average, the the window and door material itself, the, the again the the windows with the glass and the frames and all that stuff, tends to be about seventy percent of the total cost of the project. Um, on average, if you're calc- doing calculations in your home, you know, an average window opening uh, is probably going to run you about fifteen hundred dollars for material and labor. So when you start counting how many openings you have, um, and then you're about $4,500 for an average two-panel siding glass door. And again, that's material and labor to install it. So those are some good entry-level numbers to kind of get a, a rough idea of what budget you can work up for your own home. And then um, kind of figure out, okay, well, I have, this is what the amount of the total project is. Can I do it in phases? Can I break it up? Um, or, do I need, or do I want to do it all at one time? Doing it all at one time is, is much nicer because, again, you're protecting the whole house. You're, you're only having to, you know, make sure you do a cleaning after all the construction work is done uh, once versus having to do it twice. But, again, a good contractor should take some some steps to minimize dust, you know, going throughout the house. So that's minimal. And it also has to do with any touch-up painting. Uh, if you're not um, comfortable in doing the painting, touch-up painting yourself and you have to hire a painting contractor, um, sometimes you don't want to pay uh, that twice. Uh, after the fact as well. So those are all things taken into consideration. And then the last part of it is obviously the permit cost. Um, depending on the municipality, a permit cost can be as much of three, as 3% of the total project. So if you're dealing with a, a bigger project, a $60,000 project, the permit's probably going to be somewhere around that 1000 to $1,250 permit cost. So um, Interesting. I, not, didn't, I didn't realize the permit was a percentage of the project. I thought it was just a flat fee. Or is that is that vary per municipality yeah, or is it yeah, it's, a percentage no it's it's it varies by municipality so some is that of how it is in cooper city uh, cooper city it runs about like one yeah there's there's certain fees and then it's a total percentage of the cost of the of the construction so Got they it. they have some arbitrary numbers ten dollars here or five dollars there but um but on average yeah it's a percentage of the um the total cost of construction of the contract so that's the way it usually works um, so again, I think Davies, uh, solid 3%, you know, sunrise can be high, you know, certain areas can, can get higher. So, but that's all, that's all things that you can, you can look, um, on the, the city's website and kind of see what those permit costs are going to be. But it's again, just, it's always fair for budget just to say the straight 3%. And, and if it's lower than that, then that's, that's, that's a, it's a bonus at that point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, so once you've kind of gone around and said, okay, well, this is what this this opening is going to cost me. This is what's going. This is going to cost me. Is that going to fit into what what I have available? And then we start talking about, well, if it's not, what are what's the most important part to get done first? Do I want to do the sliding glass doors first? Do I want to get all the windows done first? Do I want to do the upstairs versus the downstairs, or the east wing versus the west wing of the house? You know, those types of things start to come into play. Um, and, and that's kind of, I think, the main important topics for, for figuring out that budgetary part before you even start to think about reaching out to contractors to start finding out what their pricing is going to be. Know in your, in your mind, okay, this is what the project should cost me. This is what I have available to spend. This is what I want to start to tackle. Okay. Yeah, very useful stuff. Makes a lot of sense. Let's let's do this. Let's get into some style considerations in another segment. I think that was good for, for this. That was a lot of useful information. And a lot of people don't realize they should be doing all of that. They just jump jump the gun and call a contractor and right, right. away and start start that conversation before analyzing what, what they're even doing. So very, right. very good stuff, man. Um, yeah, we'll get into the style considerations in the next segment. Like I said, everyone, thank you for tuning in and we will catch you next time.
Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the JTM Windows Podcast. For more information, contact 954-667-3JTM. That's 954-667-3586. Or email us at jeff at jtmwindowsanddoors.com.